One day I went downtown to the card store and a gentleman came up to me and held out a card and said to me, do you think this card is appropriate for my grandson? And I looked at the card and I said, yes, I think he'd really like it. So I just assumed that he, was his, he had a glasses issue. But when I went to check out, the clerk said, thank you for helping him buy a card today because he cannot read. And that was an epiphany for me. It had never occurred to me that there were adults who couldn't read a card in a, in a card store. Pat Gibson says that moment in a card store in Charleston changed her life. And that helped plant the seed for me to think about what it's like not to be able to read. She would ultimately change the lives of thousands of people by creating Trident Literacy Association. How do you go from having that experience in a card store to actually founding an organization that's been in existence for nearly 50 years? Sometime later, I read in the, in the newspaper about a literacy group from Greenville that was coming to Charleston to offer training to train tutors. And I decided that I would go to that training. And I did, and I was hooked. I took the training, and then I found other opportunities to take more training, and it sort of snowballed, and I enticed some other people to become volunteer tutors as well, and that snowballed, and that was in the late 60s, and by 1972, we had quite a group of people in the Tri-County area, and I felt like we needed to be effective, we needed to be an organization, and so we together and created Trident Literacy. It has evolved over time to be quite different from the way we started off. At first it was just tutors and students and we were all using the same method of teaching uh, to people who are totally illiterate. Now Trident Literacy has evolved into a, an award-winning adult education program. Uh, and our purpose is to work with uh, people who are low in their reading skills and perhaps need to get a GED in order to enter the workforce. So our emphasis now is a little bit different, although we still work with some total non-readers. What are some reasons that people have struggled with being able to learn to read? Many times it's the family. There's no history in the family of readers. And so mom didn't read to the children, like my mom read to me. And there are no books in the home. I mean, you probably saw in the morning paper that the Carter is putting up little uh, boxes of books at two stops so that people can take a book home. So if there are no books in the home, there's not much incentive to read. And then children have difficulty in school, but then when they go home, mom can't help them or dad can't help them read. And not having, uh, not seeing your parents read and not 
they're not being able to help children. That's one of the reasons. I guess you could summarize it and say poverty is a reason that a lot of children never master reading. And you said Trident Literacy has evolved and a lot of what's done now through the adult education program is to strengthen people who have some degree of reading skills but m are working toward perhaps a GED. Right. How does that program look? One signs up for the GED and then they can work individually with a tutor on the skills that you need to pass the GED or they can work in small groups. Trident Literacy also supports people who are learning English as a second language. Right, and I, I confess that's very close to my heart because I taught English as a second language for a long time. Um, these are persons who may have been born in other countries uh, and who have uh, migrated here and they want to become citizens. And so if they come to the ESL program at Trident Literacy, they can work on their citizenship skills, their literacy skills, and all of that improves the family situation. How does that make you feel to have been a part of such an integral part of a person's life? Well, I'm very humbled. I know a lot of students, and I know the stories of a lot of students, but the real, I'm really honored by the number of people who continue to volunteer and who work on the staff in the, in the small groups when we were able to have the small groups. So it makes me very happy. I feel that God has blessed me and blessed the program um, because we are helping people who need a little help. Ms. Pat, thank you so much for all that you've done for this community. Well, thank you. That's it for this episode of Let's Talk. Let's Talk is produced by David Dixon and Eric Johnson. I'm the host, Carolyn Murray. We welcome your comments and advice on our podcast, so please write a review and share the link with others. Thanks again for listening to Let's Talk. Goodbye until the next time. Thank you.